two different pairs of shoes the other day. <laughs> so I actually missed it, but Caleb was just shocked by it. He's not on the Thrupper's radar whatsoever. Who's on their radar? We would like not to disclose that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Just Another Basketball Pod, brought to you by Excuse the Noise. It is I, Caleb Fogarty. Hope you enjoyed the first part of our league pass rankings. This is part two. I uh, will see you guys next Friday. Hope you enjoy. Uh, I went with the Nets. I had the Nets at 14th. I had them higher, purely because as much as I like to give KD shit, yeah, I really enjoy this watching them. This is entirely... Like, the reason that they're middle of the pack of my list is they would be lower if not for KD and Patty. I like watching Patty this year. Oh, it's on Australian. Yeah. On Australian, not like Patty Mills. I think Patty's awesome for that team. He suits, he plays with every player well. Um, alrighty, Brooklyn is sitting at 11 and 5. Top players on the roster Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. Offensive rating 15th and defensive rating 8th. And KD, 1A and 1B, Steph and KD, but like the amount of shots that he pulls off, we're just like, why did that go in? I forget who said it yesterday, but they said in shooting drills, you use cones mm. as your defender. And they said when KD plays, his defender are basically cones. Yeah. Because he's so tall, he's just he's shot so high, he just can't block it. This has probably got more to do with me than it does with KD, but I think this year's the most I've ever watched him be like, it doesn't matter who's guarding me, I'm just gonna I'm gonna hit the shot anyway. Yeah. Well last year I think I think that playoff run really yeah. helped his approval rating. God. He was so he was good. So good. He nearly beat the Bucks. <clears throat> He, to me though, the, my whole issue with KD was that he joined the best team. Uh, he could have left anyway. He could have gone to the Celtics. He could have yep. gone, what are you, you're the sec, you're the guy that's going to replace LeBron with LeBron Leagues. Why are you joining the Warriors? And so... It was bad for PR, but it was good for him. Oh, it was good for him. It was, they were fun to watch. They Honestly, they were yeah. fun to watch. But this season with the Nets, considering how bad Harden's playing, all the shit going yeah. on with Kyrie, this is a massive year. For KD because it's gonna make people. He won me over last year, but there's I definitely know yeah. people that are still struggling, still haven't really been won over yet. I think the year. thing I respect the most about KD is that he pays the players he pays against their dues when like they best him. Yeah, he had nothing but good things to say about Giannis and the Bucks when they beat him last year. He fully admitted he was gassed. They oh. pushed him to his limit and they got him. Yes, he he was, but at the end of the day, he was a toe away. Yeah, and the Bucks are better for being pushed to that limit. I think I really I'm really high on KD again. I, yeah, he's had a cup a tough couple of years in terms of his popularity, but yeah, he's awesome to watch. Definitely. So big question, which we pretty much covered already. But do you, like, obviously, do you guys think KD made the right choice in going to Brooklyn? Yeah, I don't think so. I yeah yeah. Obviously, I'm not the highest on Kyrie, but I think he's been a bit selfish, and James has not played well. Mate, I've been open about James Harden's decline. Yeah. I did a deep dive last night, and I didn't realize that the decline actually went back to last year as well. Because mm. we've all been, I've, I've been sitting here saying he's free throws are down. His free throws down from this year to last year is actually only a one down, yeah. by, not even by one, no one. Twenty twenty last year he was seven point three. This year is six point two. But the year before last he was eleven point eight. And so he's. Scoring dropped from 2019, 34 points, to last year, 24 points, to this year, 20. So the decline's been going for two years now. Yeah. So maybe I'm not that crazy. It, yeah, all the pieces around him are kind of falling apart. Well, the, the big pieces, his star pieces are falling apart around him. But he's that good that he might even overcome it anyway. Well, even then, we're saying here, I'm sitting here saying James Harden. He's, James Harden's still a top 10 player in the yeah. league. He can pass well enough, and he gets open well enough. And when he's 
when yeah. the Cavs were playing him the other day, he was like doing his little shimmy and like mm. he, he's going to step back here and hit a three. Yeah. Did it on us. Well, that uh, he had to travel at like his very first touch of the game. That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Uh, also, he just like he took he took like six steps and then there was an obvious travel and he was just like, what? What did I do? And <laughs> another reason this their thing has been impacted is Jadavion Carter fucking wearing two different pairs of shoes the other day. <laughs> oh so I actually missed this, but Caleb was just shocked by it. I couldn't believe it. I was sitting there with my mate. And we were just watching it. And he was like, so you got two different pairs of shoes. Like, you could not... Like, it was just like... It was one of those things, like, once you noticed it, you are just looking at it the whole time. Yeah. I've seen players wear, like, two different coloured shoes. But that it's the same set of sneakers. It's just... The design has been, like, two colours. But he was actually wearing two different pairs. He had a low-cut white shoe on and a high top. That is Look, dark blue. That is... So that like, would feel weird on your feet, wouldn't yeah. it? You're just, like, wonky. you just yeah. running. You'd feel uneven. Yeah. Would you rather wear... <laughs> Two different shoes in a game, or Zion's Naruto shoes that he wore side on the on on the bench one day. <laughs> Did you see those? They were sick, actually. I thought you were going to say the Zion ones where he bursts his foot through the side of them. Oh, yeah, he'd probably do that every game at the moment. Why? <laughs> Does Kyrie count as the third best player on the team if he doesn't? That's play? why. That's why I said Dude. just on on the roster. He definitely is. Well, I'd be interested to see because you play basketball a fair bit, Tom. What did you? What do you think? When you watch them, because coming into the season, you and I had the discussion that they actually, for a team that was had the three best players, they actually had a good roster from the way down. Yeah, I think they have potential to work well. It's just really hard when you've got not at the moment two players who need the ball, mm. who need the ball. You got you've got three people that you can revolve an entire friend, like a, a, revolve an entire team around, trying to work together, and you're gonna butt heads, mm. and you're gonna you're gonna you're going to have James Harden who's going to try and take control of the game at the same time as um, Durant's going to try and take control of the game. And I just think that miscommunication or sort of frustration can just really take over. But I think that they're actually handling it quite well. It's mm. interesting you say that because Durant obviously played with Curry and Curry's one of the most unselfish players. I think Curry got all the props about passing the ball a lot more, which KD, I think... Could have done a bit better sometimes. Mm. Mm. But it's interesting you say that because I have noticed a couple of times that I feel James Harden does hold onto the ball too long. Yeah. 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 Sometimes he likes to get in like a rhythm before he makes a decision. And sometimes that rhythm takes like seven seconds off the shot clock. <laughs> but when you've got role players around him who are, who are happy for him to have the ball and go, I will support you. Yeah. You're going to be our scorer yeah. compared to having... So that, that works, mm. you know? Yeah. Whereas you have another like a team that literally has so many scorers it's just it's it, mm. i just i can't see it being a championship team yeah the nets are going to be one of those teams where in a few years it's going to be some very interesting storylines coming out about how the actual players are really viewing this whole Kyrie thing yeah it's going to be a good little throw from back. my perspective it's just incredibly selfish and i if i was on that team and uh, like we were an undisputed championship contender and my star player wasn't making a sacrifice to get us over that edge. Yeah. I would be filthy. It's, Obviously, none of them can say anything publicly right now, especially in the state of the US where... Yeah, it's hard because yeah. I don't really want to sit here and say, comment on someone's vaccination status because I do think it's your own decision. Mm. I do Personally, I think you should get it done, yeah. but I don't think you should be made to get it done. But it's hard. It's super hard. But if I'm Durant... I wouldn't be too crash hot on my feelings toward him because at the end of the day, he came to Brooklyn to play with Kyrie mm. and he's only played like 40 games with Kyrie. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard. 
I think it'll be interesting for a couple of years. There'll be a book come out or something around this, and there'll be some feelings. There'll be a doco. Yeah. There'll be yeah. there'll be some feelings around it. I'm looking forward to that because honestly, I don't I don't see the Nets winning. Yeah, Kyrie says some pretty interesting stuff too. Kyrie's the pseudo intellectual, and he just walks into a room and he thinks he's the smartest person in that room, which is I think the most frustrating part. The other thing that really annoyed me with him was last year when he rocked up and he just had the hide to say, "This is what I'm saying to the media. This is mm. all I'm going to talk to you all year." He's it like, doesn't he's work that rock, way, man. Uh, yeah, he's such a rocks and diamonds guy because he, he does a lot of like really awesome charity work and he does a lot of things to help out super, to help out people who have been under like underprivileged. And he doesn't ask for the media attention, yeah. which I do really respect. Yeah, so it, in some cases, you're just like, wow, what an awesome guy. And then he do some fucking stupid shit. And just, come on, man. <sighs> I think it just comes down to he thinks he's the smartest person in the yeah. room. Yeah. It's an attitude thing. It's an attitude thing. And... To his credit, he does some awesome things for the community. And as we just said, as I just said, I really respect a person that gives to his community and doesn't feel like he needs to post on social media yep. or get a reporter to tell him about, which he doesn't do. Kevin Murray. Yeah. <laughs> but the way he treats the media, the media does some dumb shit. At the end of the day, you're getting paid millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to put up with a couple of questions, yep. to play some basketball. There's people that I guarantee you that right now the Nets could have a guy that's been working his whole life to get into this league to play his ass off and he can't get in the league because Kyrie Irving's sitting there going, I don't want to get my get vaccinated. When there's a person on the other end at playing in the G League or even over in China right now that would give their left testicle to be playing <laughs> in the NBA. Yeah, let's get off Kyrie. I'm going to... I'll get heated. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, next pick. Caleb, 12th pick. Where are we sitting, bro? Washington Wizards. Ooh. Oh, I had Wizards at four. Yeah. I think my decision would be a bit more better if Bradley Beal was playing better. Mm. I watched them a couple of, the last couple of games. He hasn't played, so granted, it's a bit hard. But Bradley Beal is a great player. He's one of my favorite players in the league, actually, mm. when he plays. And he's kind of in that... I think we need to start giving him credit. He's kind of in that D-Lil situation. Yeah. By everything I've read, everything I've listened to, he seems happy... In Washington, mm. like he might not be happy with the team, but he actually seems happy in that city with that fan base. It's one of those things where everybody wants to see him traded, but he doesn't want to be traded. Yeah, and even he might be sitting on the bench looking pissed, but even then, yeah. all the rumors were saying it, but he even came out and said, like, I'm not leaving, I don't want to leave. Yeah. So you got to give credit to a dude coming from a league where it's kind of like appreciated that players jump from team to team. Yeah. I think we've been pretty. I think all three of us have been pretty open with the fact that we appreciate the guys that want to stick it out. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. Washington Wizards. They're sitting at ten and four. Top players: Bradley Beal, Spencer Dinwiddie, Montrezl Harrell. Offensive rating nineteenth, and defensive rating is fourth. Their defense surprised me. Mm, That is, uh, if anything, it should be the other way around. I I actually, when I was looking at those stats. I thought it was going to be a uh, flip. I yeah. would have thought their offense would have been yeah. fourth in the defense, but Wes Unsell, he's killed it. And the most impressive thing is that this team is a bunch of new pieces and yeah. first-year head coach, and he's managed to make them this Throwaway good. pieces for Russell Westbrook. I, like, yeah, the hindsight of that trade is reflecting incredibly poorly in the Lakers because the three pieces that he was traded for are now huge. Like, over, like they're p- performing well above expectations and, like, the major, the major pieces that are making the Wizards play well. I'd love to hear what LeBron has to say about that trade mm. now, because he oh, yeah. he would have been the one that would veto the the heel one. Yeah, he he's the, it'd be very interesting. 
at the end of the day, you traded three players for one. That's going to affect your depth. Mm. You're already over the luxury tax. But we don't want to talk about the Lakers. We can talk about we yeah. we'll talk about the Wizards. With the Lakers have been spoken about enough. Kuzma has been on fire. Loving him. Back chatting the fans and stuff. <laughs> Fuck him. You don't like him? Talking shit to Cleveland. There's enough wrong with Cleveland, bro. Let's <laughs> <Just laughs> alone. Montrez, killing oh. it. Yeah, I and yeah, I I really love the Wizards. Montrez impresses me. He against the Hornets yesterday. They were down by, I think it was like ten minute left in the third quarter, and he's got four players around him. He rises up and dunk it. Mm. How much bounce must you have in your legs mm. to be a minute left in the third quarter and you're willing to dunk it on four people? Mm. From a standstill dunk, like down here and just go raise up. That is so hard and so impressive. They're all playing better than they did on the Lakers, and it's it's an interesting debate about whether that's because they feel like they're in a new environment and it's like a breath, breath of fresh air, or they feel a bit slighted because they got traded for Westbrook and mm. they feel like they were undervalued at that team. I don't know, it's an interesting debate. Well, that's the question, yeah. Um... Over in Washington, are the Wizards a top four team in the East? I think they're not a play on playing team. I think they'll make the top six, uh, and I think they might just be like one of those regular season teams. Mm. But I don't know if they're a top four team. You got the Bucks are going to get better. Yeah. What's the top four right now? So Jack, the top four right now is Washington, Brooklyn, Chicago, Miami, and I think a lot of the teams that people expected. To be at the top of the East, kind of like like the Boston, Philly, Hawks, Milwaukee, they're all underperforming pretty significantly right now. I don't see the Hawks getting better either. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, even the Knicks kind of hit a bit of a slide, but yeah, like I think Washington have impressed me enough to be like maybe they're a top six team. I think that I think they're definitely outside the play-in. I think the top four is Milwaukee, Nets, Miami. And mm. yes, Zach, I'll finally say Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll talk about them yeah. more. They're pretty fun feel, to watch. I feel like we've got some accountability coming up for Chicago. Right. As, as Bill Simmons says, you never bat, a, never bat a thousand. Yeah. Never bat a thousand. But yeah, the Wizards, I reckon, not top four, but they definitely will be outside the play. They'll be yeah. more, not one of the play-in play teams. They'll be a top six. But they've been awesome so far. And honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if, if they're like awesome for the rest of the season. Yeah. Sweet. Jack, your 11th pick. I had uh, the Bucks next. I had them ranked 13th. Yeah, I had them around 10th. Mm. So that, that that actually averages out probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Bucks have had bad luck with injuries this year. COVID. Yeah. And Giannis is still killing it pretty much. Had it not been for Giannis, they probably would have been a, like a very, very... Did you see him thing. yesterday? Yeah, he was on... He was... Jesus Christ. His shot is looking better too. Yeah. he's. I think he's just... Benefited so much from that championship, he feels so, you can see the weight off his shoulders. He's so comfortable now. They're missing Brook Lopez. Yeah, they're missing every all the all the players out there. Like you can see the gaps, and that's why you can't really even judge their record at the moment that much. Grayson Allen, I do really like as well. Yeah, he's really he's thrived a this really season. Good pick up. Yeah. yeah, I think we said already that Memphis. I don't know why Memphis traded him. They got shit all in return. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee sitting at seven and eight. Top players: Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday. Defensive rating 16th and defensive rating 18th. And the big question over there in Milwaukee is, should Bulldenhoser be the coach of this team? Well, he should. He was lucky not to get fired. If, they, mm. like, if KD hits that shot, he gets the flick and Carlisle's the coach. Yeah. That's it. That, that was, I it's, think that was one of the worst kept secrets in yeah. the league last year. Yeah, he was 
well on his way to being fired. And I think that's... I, he knew it himself. Like, yeah. yeah. He fails to adjust. Watching yeah. all the years of the Cavs beating down the Hawks, he refused to change his def- mm. defense. He, yeah. he allowed threes. He can be stubborn at times. And I think he is very lucky to have not been fired last yeah. year. They won the championship yeah. and full credit to him. Yeah. I feel like he, he ended up earning that next contract just because they won that championship. Even then, I don't even think he outcoached... Uh, Monty Williams because as we said yeah. the Suns were very lucky a lot of the time but I also think the Bucks were really lucky it was the Suns because outside of Aiton they had no one to defend Giannis yeah. and that really helped them yeah the, the Suns ran into a matchup problem that was they couldn't overcome in yeah. the finals 100% so I think they're lucky I reckon Bull and Hose is lucky I reckon if they I reckon they Choke this year, don't go too well next this year, and then next year they go pretty average. I reckon he'll be fired. Yeah, maybe. It's tough. He's kind of he's he, he, he's kind of uh, molded into the Bucks now. I think I think he's kind of they're, they're kind of stuck with him for the next few years. He's but he he it, was I think he was really lucky to get that contract back. But now that he's he's there, I think he's staying for a while. Well, it is a fact. Carla had a yeah, great to be gone. KD hits that shot, he's gone. Yeah. That is a fact. Like, he actually quit the Mavs yeah. the day before that game seven. Yeah. He was, he, the, the next day he would have been announced as yeah. the Bucks coach. Yeah. Well, that's, how, that's how quickly things can change in this league. Exactly. Exactly. It's a, someone put it really well, it's never stationary. It's never, never stationary the league mm. in terms of just, it's all, like, even value with players. The, the value is never the same. Fluctuating all the time. It's always fluctuating. But like Ben Simmons and Maxi Luck three weeks ago was yeah. nothing. Now Mac is probably one. It's, it's looking like a very handy trade. Yeah. You do that. If I'm the uh, if I'm the Rockets and I see Maxi and Simmons on the table, mm. it's pretty interesting. Especially over the last two weeks, like Maxi might even have more value than Ben at the moment. This is not hard. I think the only player with less value than Ben is Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Which they might, who knows, they might even be traded for each other. Honestly, yeah. I wouldn't mind. I would love to see Maxi and Simmons on the Nets. That two, would never happen in a million years. Two wrongs do make How a funny right. would that be? Yeah. <laughs> Caleb, your next pick. Next one I had was the Toronto Raptors. Mm. I had Raptors at seven. The, and that was, that was pretty much all personal bias. I just really like the Raptors. Precious Achua. Mm. Just getting yeah. them up there. I like a lot of the Raptors players. I like OG. Scotty Barnes has been awesome. I think they're, they're not, their record's not great, but they've been just fun to watch. Yeah, yeah well, they're 7-8. and eight, Top players, Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Fleet, and Scotty Barnes. Offensive rating is 8th, defensive rating 21st. They need to pass the ball, though. Yeah. They're last in assists. Yeah. They're by no means like a great team at the moment. And I think they'll just this will, this will be a season like many other teams in this league where they'll just have growing pains all the time. It's a growing season for them. Yeah. Um, Fred's been good. I've been liking watching Fred. I think there's probably just a few rotational issues that they have, but I think they're in the right direction. Yeah. What do you think that the next step for them would be trading Siakam when it comes to the deadline? See, I think he could go, but his value is also really low right now. His value is low right now, but he's also I don't I wouldn't be trading Siakam because just the way that the team is trending, like he's the perfect player for him. So just write out this growing like this this tough stretch that he's had and he's, you know, he's coming off a bad year and he's also coming off an injury so I'll just hang on to him because the Raptors are going to be awesome I think in like a year and a half two years Yeah, just yeah write it out Scotty Barnes another one of those I 
you can understand why I feel like uh, Yasai Ujiri, the, the Raptors GM, because everyone blasted the pick. I actually saw Clutch Sports. They actually put out a uh, an actual article just saying that the Raptors just blew this pick. What, the Scotty Barnes pick? <laughs> they, they, not recently, sorry, after the draft. They put right. out a thing saying they, dro- they blew the pick. They should have picked Suggs. Right, is Suggs son with Clutch Sport? <laughs> <laughs> Clutch Points, this one was. Uh, so. right on, right on. But um, I don't know the two are interlinked somehow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that was looking pretty pretty shitty take because mm. Scotty Barnes is looking real. But that's, again, what what I've been saying. You can find a Suggs, you can find a Cunningham, you can find a Jalen Green in any draft coming up. Yeah. You, you An Evan Mobley or a Scotty Barnes, they're very rare. Scotty Barnes is six foot, what, six foot nine, yeah. long as hell, defends like crazy. And a player one in this day and age. Yeah, he's a unicorn almost. Yeah. He's gonna play point guard. He's gonna be their point guard. Just another big stretch uh switchable wing on the Raptors. They're gonna they're gonna be able to field like a full team of them. One hundred percent. So I think they were lucky. Pascal Siakam, I do think, is gonna eventually get moved, whether it be this year or next year. Mm. They tried to play him at the five the other day, didn't work. Yeah. I yeah, he's just too thin. <laughs> didn't work at all. It's <laughs> Just I, all I, I, like say. The, I like the experiment, but that's why I find the oh, Raptors. Oh, could be fun. Yeah, that's why I find the Raptors such a good league pass team because they're incredibly interesting with just their lineup to each game. And I think Nurse is one of the best coaches in the league. I think I voted the best coach. Yeah, and it's so noticeable. He's like someone who his hands are all over every game. Man can dress too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Do yourself a favor, guys. Go check out Nick Nurse's rings next time he's on the next time he comes up on the camera. Like that thing looks like it's worth about a hundred grand. Yeah, he's making bank. All right, Jacko, what is your next pick? Um, I had the Bulls next. I had Bulls ranked 12th. See, which are, as I said, don't bat 100, but because yeah. I had the Bulls way higher. I yeah. had them 6th. See, I think it's probably fair that they're 6th. I think their performance this season indicates that they should be a top <laughs> it, 5 it's team. It's fair that they're 6th, but I'm going to put them... <laughs> yeah, this is another thing. I personally just... There's teams that I'd enjoy watching more. Than I think Bulls. I've come around. I think you're still a bit... Yeah. Eh, on them. Yeah. I, I am still a bit air on them, but I'm willing to eat shit for it because they've, they've, yeah, they keep they keep proving me wrong every yeah. week. Well, they're 10 and 5, top players, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vuzovic. Offensive rating is 9th, and their defensive rating equal at 9th. Hmm. What I will say is even though I am higher on them, I do think that it's still a weird fit and that they should trade Vucevic. Yeah, so you were telling me about this before. Give me give me some of the stats back. Well, Vucevic, he's averaging his lowest per since his rookie season and at 15.3. And uh, I never realized, but Jack seems to know that he is a ridiculously high usage rate player. Yeah, so he's, he been the, he's been the focus of every team up every until team. this year. That and so on. he's actually has dropped to his uh, second lowest since his rookie season. Last year it was 28.2. This year it's down to 21.3. Yeah. It's a pretty big drop. Yeah. And the team, I, I, we've all said in this pod that they're best when they're running fast yeah. they're best when they're going quick oh, yeah. Vooch is not that yeah. Vooch is not that so I don't know if you I, I reckon this year you stay pat with him yeah. but I reckon at the end of the year they might uh, look at look into it I reckon Miles Turner Yeah, I'm just trying point. to get Miles Turner up in the end <laughs> <there>. <laughs> yeah I think they need someone that can Miles Turner would be great on the Bulls Miles Turner would be so much fun but Vucevic is expensive and we've already spoken about yeah. how Indiana doesn't like spending um, money It'd be a three-teamer. Yeah, you you you'd be crazy to be just changing anything with this Bulls roster at the moment because they're just so much better than people thought. But that's the thing: if they use Vooch right, when yeah. the game does slow down, he's gonna be handy ass. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like 
he is one of the few players in this league where you, you you can throw him a ball in the post and he'll get you a bucket. Oh, he's great. So, and I really like him as well, but I just don't think he's going to be mm. on the. He's long for this team because yeah. they want to run and gun. Lonzo and Alex Caruso have been godsends for this team. Caruso is nuts defensively. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. I, re- I really like Alex Caruso. <laughs> Tom just got a bit of a chub, I think. Oh, <laughs> that face. <laughs> yeah. All right, the big question coming out of Chicago. This one's directed straight at you, Jacko. Is Billy Donovan Young Throbber's head coach potential? Uh, it's pretty I slick. Like, I would just like to say that I had no parts in these rumors whatsoever. The Young Throbbers have never spoken to Billy Donovan, nor has he ever been on the radar of Billy Donovan. Uh, these, are, these are false rumors. Uh, Billy Donovan is not on the Throbbers' radar whatsoever. Who's on their radar? We would like not to disclose that at this point. <laughs> Uh, there are several coaches we're in discussions with, and for the sake of their privacy, we would like to keep that quiet at the moment. But there is, I would say, there's a good five people ahead of Billy Donovan. Maybe, maybe, ne- maybe next episode I can go into de- in the depth on it. Mate, Billy Donovan, he's. Yeah. I don't even think he's that great a coach, honestly. No, I. Yeah, if anything, I think his uh, coaching abilities probably bring him down a bit. Well, look, he's doing a good job to mix all these new players together. Because as I said in, pre- uh, in the Throbbers episode. You have to throb on and off the court. <laughs> There's criteria to this, man. Yeah. This season he's throwing on the court, but yeah, I'm not high on him. Caleb, your eighth pick. So you guys are all going to call me a homer, cause, but I am going to say I had the, had my boys way further down, but the Cavs. Um, yeah, I had the Cavs at ninth, so, but had this podcast happened a week ago, they would have been in the top four. Cavs are 12th. We don't need to say much more about the Cavs. Yeah, they've We've said so much about they've it. They've just hit an injury rock, and they've hit a rock. They're hard to watch because they were, right now. yeah, they were an awesome team to watch. And now, you know, you could probably take a break from them for a few weeks because they're not yeah. going to be. Yeah, they're like, not. Today's today's game. They had, they're playing against the Warriors today. That would have been awesome a week ago. Mm. Unfortunately, just too injury ridden. They're nine and seven. Top players: Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, and Jared Allen. Offensive rating twenty second. Defensive rating sixth. Do you guys think that this is going to be one of the sneaky good rebuilds that the league's seen. This has got me... Uh, we don't need to get into it too much, but I'm very passionate about this, that every man and his dog was saying how shit this rebuild, mm. rebuild was at the start yeah. of the season. I, I was I was talking about... Well, not this season, but last season especially, I was talking about how shit... How, how fucked I was saying it. I love Kevin O'Connor at the ringer. He mm. is one of the best basketball journalists around. He was saying the other day about how all the pieces fit. I dead set remember at the start of the year saying... None of these fit. They're not yeah. fun. That it doesn't make sense. Can't can't bat for a thousand. Can't bat for a thousand, but at least right, don't be a Colin Coward and yeah. readjust your take, mate. Yeah. You were talking shit about him. <laughs> I was even talking shit about him. I did not expect. I said I said to you, Tom, at the start of the year that I reckon they could be a playing team. Yeah. Never in a million years yeah. I think they'd be playing as well. They've definitely overachieved, but yeah, the, people people need to pay their dues because ca- yeah. I, I was I was notoriously very low on the Jared Allen contract. Yeah, Kobe Altman. Well, that was a huge overpay. Well, I thought Kobe Altman was a shit GM. I was ready to see the yeah. back end of him. I was so ready to see the back end of him. Yeah. Especially when that, that Laurie Markkinen deal was the last draw. I was so off him like mm. that. But I still think it's the big man lineups work. Like, mm. Mobley's a good enough defender that you can actually play Laurie Markkinen out yeah. there. I don't think this team is as good if they didn't have Mobley. Oh, 100%. He's changed their and defensive Ricky identity. Ricky Rubio yeah. is fucking yeah. 
balling. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. He's playing out of his skin. He's so fun to watch. Mobley allows them to play really unique lineups. Yeah, they're super interesting to watch, and it just sucks that they've hit a bit of an injury hurdle. Yeah, Hopefully they, they can overcome it and find some find a green patch later on. Yeah, they've done well. Rebuild's done well. He's picked good players. Just people need to readjust their takes because mm. they were talking shit about them at the start of the year. No. Stop, stop acting like you were high on the caps because you fucking weren't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know because I listened to it all. Uh, Jacko, what's your next take? My next team on my list that we haven't said yet was Denver. I had the Denver at 10th. I had them 9th. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I think Denver have kind of flown under the radar a bit. Uh, I think we we're speaking a bit before the podcast, but Jokic is maybe the best player in the league again this year. Ooh, it's ooh. definitely uh, a three-horse race, probably. Highest pair of all time. Yeah, yeah. Talk me through that. I'll just it it was. Let me just pull up my notes. Well, why why don't you Tom tell us the uh, stats right now while I pull up my notes? Top players: Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. Offensive rating seventeenth, defensive rating third. And back to you, Jacko. You think that Jokic could back-to-back MVP this thing? Oh, he totally could. He's so good. I think Curry will get it because it'll be yeah, storyline. The, the, the thing that goes against Jokic is that there's just stronger narratives. And the narrative in years like this where there's heaps and heaps of candidates, narrative favours over the performance. He's got to go close. There's at least two narratives over the top, which is Curry, how good Curry is back yeah. coming back, and... Uh, Paul George pulling the Clippers. Yeah. Those are the two narratives over the top of him. But he's historically Kate PER. Mm. He's um I got here of uh Jokic currently averaging the greatest PER of all time, thirty five point five one, beating Giannis from two years ago at thirty one point eight six. He's awesome. So he's obliterating it. Yeah. He's not just beating it, he's obliterating yeah. it. Uh, and it's just flying on the radar because of how good Kyrie has been. And in KD as well. And here we are entering the top five. Caleb, what is your fifth pick? I have the Knicks. I had the Knicks at fifth. Yeah, Knicks. Knicks are good, man. I'll let Jack take over about the uh, stats to do with the Knicks uh, in terms of players. But Tom, what what are they ranking at? Over in New York, they're eight and seven. Top players: Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, and Derrick Rose. Offensive rating is eleventh. Defensive rating nineteenth. Mm. Yeah, they're they're still plagued with these lineup issues, and uh, Tips has still been pretty stubborn with the lineup. Shocking. They're I still am shocked. Yeah, still a Knicks yeah. a Knicks game at the Garden is. Must watch TV. Oh, every, I feel like every man and his dog says it. When the Knicks are good, the NBA is good. Oh. Julius Reynolds kind of starting to hinder this team a little bit. I had a bit of a take at the start of the year. Is he more important for New York basketball than what Carmelo Anthony was? Like, at, not is he a better player or yeah. is he... But, like, considering where the Knicks were before he started playing really well... I think he was trending in that direction This year's year. kind of taking a hit on that this, like, this year's really hit that. Whereas, like, Melo was... Yeah, Melo was the, the Knicks man. for a long time. He was the Knicks for a season. Yeah, you kind of forget that he even played for Denver in a way. Like yeah. He was that important for the Knicks. So, mm. yeah, I think I think Randall's kind of halted that discussion. Uh, I have a, a, a fan of the Knicks. He's one of my best mates, and he uh, is incredibly filthy on, the, on, on Randall at the moment. I think there was a message yesterday where he said, Julius Randall checks in with three minutes left in a, in a close game. Do you think the Knicks won or not? And the answer was no. <laughs> Is that excuse the noise staff writer Sammy Baker? No, uh, no, it's not Sammy Baker, but Sammy Baker said the exact same thing to me. So It must be a... Yeah, it, I think it's one of those takes where the broader NBA don't really notice it, but if you yeah. really follow that team... If you, you follow the know. Knicks, you know, like, yeah. The broader NBA are, like, still high on Julius because of how good he was last year. And he's still a good player, but he's settling for these shots that you don't like and... Hasn't got a right hand again. Still yeah. hasn't got a right hand. Yeah. Well, if we're looking for the next couple of years 
for the Knicks in their future. Do you guys think they're gonna they're looking for their star, and do you think they're gonna get one? Yes, I think they're sweet. I think they'll get a third player. They'll get their star. Yeah, the Knicks are a team to be at right now. It, I think it's going to be an article idea that I'm going to I'm going to probably spend more time writing about than getting into it right now. But the idea of tanking, I think, is more beneficial for the teams in terms of like OKC, where you're a small market team and you're not going to get anyone. Yeah. I think if you're a Knicks or a Lakers or a Clippers or even like a Chicago, you're better off being in that middle mm-hmm. so you can then ex- get that star player. You don't really want to go to New York and lose. Yeah. So I think it's more. I'll get more into it when I write the story, but. I think definitely right now they're trending in the right direction with being competitive because then players can sit there and go, all right, well, they're, they're winning games without a star. If I go there, they might actually uh, pick up some slack. Yeah, no, I think the Knicks are on the road to being a very competitive team for a long time. They've got young players that are great. And Good. it's just a matter of giving them the opportunity to play, man, and not being as stubborn with your lineups and your, yeah. Yeah, your defense. Uh, my next pick on the list was the Jazz. So I had them in eighth. Yeah. <laughs> if it was Tommy, it would be number one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should let Tom actually uh, yeah. explain his love for the Jazz because he doesn't have a team, but if there is a team that I see him, those eyes start sparkling up and a yeah. smile starts creeping on his face, it's the Jazz. They get me excited, the man. They get me excited. <laughs> I mean, it's got to start with like the jerseys. Oh, I just think they're yeah. beautiful. Yeah, what? the Sunrise jerseys are sick. Oh, man. Just even the standard jerseys pretty awesome mm. I, yeah I was sleeping on the on the Utah jerseys for a long time yeah. they're awesome oh yeah. my goodness but their game style it's, it's gotta be one of my favourite it's gotta be one of my favourite I think I've said this before compared to the 2012 Spurs mm. they but a, a much modern version of them yeah. they have a star player who um, in Donovan Mitchell who's, who can just take that take it one on one he can be that one player that they all rely on but then they can also just work as one little unit, one little organism, yeah. as a massive, as, as, just as a really functional team. Oh, it just gets me excited, man. <laughs> For me, that starts oh. with Quinn Snyder. I, young Throbbers. Yeah. I'd be in talks with him. Yeah. Uh, as, as I said before, we're not <laughs> quite ready to make this public knowledge yet, but I'm, I'm willing to say that Quinn's in the discussions. Well, sure. Considering uh, Tom just took analyst, uh, analyst role, I'll uh, take his uh, host role. Win loss is nine and five. Top three players is Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles. Offensive rating is first, and the Ooh. defense is tenth. Tom, how did I just do with that? Did I? How's the delivery? Did I kill it? Perfect. Did I Perfect, get it? Mate. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, I got to say, your analysis of the Jazz was unreal, and it was said with a smile, mm. which just translates. <laughs> it was almost like you were just dancing to some jazz, yeah. new jazz. Mm. But yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. So, boys, the big questions. If they don't make the Western Conference Finals, do they blow it up? Don't get sad, Tom. <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to take myself out of this one. <laughs> but I, I don't think it's a question. They're going to make the Conference Finals. I think, oh, I think, I, they, I think they will. You They're, keep telling me you don't have a team. It's the fucking Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> Can you admit, we're getting you a Mitchell jersey. <laughs> Before the Warriors came out gunning, I probably would have picked the Jazz to make the Finals. To come out of the West. That's how high I am, I am on the on the Jazz. I was pretty low at the start of the year, boys. They've they've them like the Bulls. I I've always thought the Jazz are a great regular season team, but watching Donovan Mitchell's step this season, I think his stats haven't improved that much. But you can just look at him, and he can go one on one with their mm. best player now. Which he was could, he could he could it's a flip a, a switch that can get flipped at any time. Yeah, Spider. Mm. 
Tommy's favourite team. I don't yeah. care what he says. You tried to tell me fucking Minnesota and Brooklyn were his team. Nah, yesterday. I was just telling you my history. My history. <laughs> I was eight years old. <laughs> no, I think that Western Conference is kind of between like three teams and the Jazz are one of them. Yeah, the, dude. East is... This is one of the rare years where the East is actually better than mm. the uh, West. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Alrighty. Caleb. Well, the next one I had was Miami. Number three. Yeah, Miami. I had Miami Number at three, three too. Well, I had Miami at five, but... Miami, they're they're a natural third. They're um, I think they're a diehard basketball fans delight. They are. They've had some awesome games to watch this season. They're playing well. Yeah, Can, cannot wait for that Denver game. Yeah, that's gonna. Yeah, when is that? How far away is that? Uh it's in Mar- uh, March. Fuck, that's far away. No, it's in three. It was three weeks a week ago, so it's only two weeks away. Yeah, it's not right. far. That's gonna be much. Yeah. And, yeah, um, no, the Heat have been awesome. Dude, Jokic's brothers have bought tickets, apparently. Yeah, right. They've already said oh, that. Man. Did you see Tyler Heroes? He, he tried to throw up like a half-court alley-oop. Oh, went in, yeah. And he just went in and he was like, oh. I couldn't believe how flat that was. Yeah. And he just went... <laughs> Such a Tyler Hero shot. No, yeah. Uh, he had, Heroes uh, were playing out of his skin. He had Jack Harlow ring singing in his ears. When yeah. He <laughs> the ones that hate me the most are yeah. just like me. Yeah. Um, the Mi- Miami... Sitting at 10 and 5, top players, Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Kyle Lowry. Offensive rating 4th, defensive rating 7th. Yeah, the points allowed was actually, considering the eye test, I thought they had the best defense in the league. Uh, They're 6, and I still think that's low. They've had a couple games where they've played a bit poor. They've probably dropped their stats a bit, because they were by far probably the best team. I, I would probably, I don't know, maybe this is controversial. I'd probably pick them to come out of the East at the moment. I don't. I reckon if you said it about at the start of the season, it'd definitely be controversial. Yeah, I still think they're good. I don't know if they'll come out of the East. I think the East is just too. I think it's gonna be one of those re, one of those seasons where you really want to try and pick the right placing so you skip certain teams at certain stages. Yeah, yeah. The whole the East is so weird at the moment that that whoever comes out of the East is gonna be completely dependent on the bracket. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Definitely. I think Miami have a chance to, but yeah, it's it's just so. You can't tell at the moment. There's no standout. All right. Have a listen to this, boys. I want to tell you the ages of the Miami Heat team. Haslam, 41. PJ Tucker, 36. Kyle Lowry, 35. Deadmon, 32. Markeith Morris, 32. Jimmy Butler, 32. Oladipo, 29. Massive injury risk. Lost a lot of money. Everyone gives oh, Schroeder shit about how much money he lost. Oladipo's a sneak. He turned down a hundred forty million dollar, uh, hundred eighty million dollar max contract with the with Pacers, then two year eighty million dollar contract with the Rockets, mm. and now he's on a vet's minimum at Miami. Oof. Everyone gives Schroeder shit. That is horrendous. Duncan Robinson twenty seven, Bam Adebayo twenty four, Tyler Hero twenty one. So we take it all that in. Take it all in. And the big question is, is this a one-and-done year for the Heat? I think this year, yes. I think m- maybe they've got another year in, in for them. But then they've got a young enough core where they can blow the older half of the roster up and then probably develop for a few years and be back, no problem. Because, like, yeah, you've got Tyler and Duncan and Bam, young as. They're cool for the next few years. I agree. Jimmy Butler's got an old man... Uh, just got an old man's game. He's not. It's not really a game... Uh, <laughs> his game is not really predicated on being the quickest, the fastest, yep. the strongest. He's it's kind of what's in between the years a lot with him as well, and it's his attitude. Yeah, he's a he's a workhorse and he's in pretty good condition most of the time. So 
I will maintain though that I do think when it goes downhill for him, it's going to be like Westbrook. Yeah, he's. Sure. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think his mentality will allow him to ever really be that lower player. No, it's got to be his team, and he might end up turning into a Marcus Smart, where he's not the best player on the team, but he's still going to be the loudest. But I do think that this year could be interesting for the Heat, but it's going to depend on where they end up. Yep. Sweet. Jacko, your next pick. Top two. So we're in the top two. Top I'm two. guessing we must have had the exact same top two. Yeah, I think we did. Uh, my second place team was Charlotte. They are so fun to watch yeah. and they are so frustrating to yeah. watch. If this was if if it wasn't for Curry, they would be number one. I love I love watching Charlotte, man. They've got an awesome fun team with play with young players that are like young players that have had success in the past and then you've got young players like Bridges who are just having it out outright breakout season the fact that they're not on ESPN more regularly mm. just shows that they broadcast purely because of the names not the actual yeah. team because if you watch basketball you know the Hornets are fun to watch Yeah, they move quick Borrego has I think he was kind of told that he was we were all kind of led to believe that he wasn't going to be a great coach mm. he's a he good suits co- that team well, he? he does make some dumb decisions when they burst burst uh Steph Curry the other day. I don't know why Gordon Hayward wasn't yeah. on the end of the game. Yeah. That was, to me... That's a fuck up. That's pretty bad. If they lost... Like, they had McDaniels, who's been playing G League his whole career, and you're chucking him out there in a three-point game yeah. against the Warriors. But they weren't meant to be good last year. Hmm. They, they weren't meant to be good last year. They weren't meant to be good the year before. Hmm. And they got... Well, it was good because they got rewarded for being mediocre and still got the top a top three pick. Yeah. They deserved uh, it. They were meant to be shit. They went through the worst team in the league and they ended up getting yeah. Lamelo Ball, who's the funnest player in the league almost, I reckon. Yeah. Which, he's up, definitely up there, for sure. And he's, he's incredibly fun to watch. Especially uh, in that age bracket. He's the funnest yeah. in that age bracket. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and definitely, I, it's another one of those things where we said, you don't bat a thousand because I was not high on him at all. Oh, yeah, I can't think of any people that were. I would have taken Wiseman over any day of the week. Yeah. And mm. oh, his game's matured. So much. It but still also... has to mature a lot. Yeah. I, I agree. I don't think he'll yes. ever grow out of that either. But I think he will like hone it a bit more because mm. he still he'll still he'll still make outrageous decisions. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah, but I do think from from when he was being drafted, I think he's matured a lot. Just oh yeah, for league. sure. Dude, his passing is just ridiculous. Yeah. The fact that he's six foot eight is almost almost Magic Johnson esque that he can see over the defense. Yeah, the way he does. It's, yeah, uh, him and Jokic is like. Pretty undisputed as the best passes in the league. It's not, yeah. It's not even close. Creatively, yeah. they've just close. got so many tools. Yeah. Disposable. Disposable. What are the stats, Tom? Charlotte Hornets, 9 and 7. Best players, Gordon Haywood, Lamelo Ball, and Miles Bridges. Offensive rating 10th, defensive rating 24th. The thing is, as well, Miles Bridges turned down a four year 60 at the start of the year. Oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's going to. Oh, he'll get paid. He'll get know. max near max, I reckon. Especially if he can keep up this level. The entire season, mm. and he's got the leverage that he's tight with Lamelo. Yeah. yeah, they're like best mates. Yeah, I think it'd be crazy to not sign him. Yeah, they're deep, it sucks that they didn't get it done before he started playing awesome. Their points scored though; they're second in points scored, but 29th in points allowed. Mm. So they're outscoring. Like, yeah, it's, it's the, one of the reasons their games are so fun to watch. It's because it's all running gun. Like, yeah. frustrating yeah. though, yeah. dude. It's so frustrating yeah. sometimes they start how they play. Yeah. 
Because they've been, they've been involved in some like super awesome games this season, yeah. The Warriors and the Wizards, they're just the two-game winning streak and beat off the two top two teams. Yeah. Mm. Like Charlotte, uh, yeah, it, and it makes it even funnier when they like just have a game where they implode. Mm. They've had a couple of those, and you're just like, what's happening? It's just, yeah, completely unpredictable. That's why they're good TV. Mm. Yeah. Well, back on the mellow, he's killing it right there in Charlotte. Do you think he was to move somewhere else to a playoff team, a playoff contending, playoff contending team? Do you think that he would thrive? Well, he's on a playoff contending team right now, mm. but I don't know if you're going to win the big, the big, the last dance, the yeah. final game of the season with him as your best player. Yeah, he's still a bit unpredictable, he's... and that's one of the reasons he's so good. But that doesn't suit a team where you've got like a bona fide superstar and you're like like heavily in discussions for winning a championship. Like you can't, you couldn't put him on the nets and expect him to be like, yeah. yeah. Right now he's young and great. Right now he's young, fun. Passes the ball amazingly, but I, gu- I guarantee you, three years from now, he doesn't get out of that first round. People are going to be sitting there going, mm. oh, he hasn't got his head switched on. Mm. And it's going to happen. He's, he's got that personality. Yeah, You just need to watch the stupid reality TV show that they've got. He's so good in that. He's great, but like, do, but do you want to see him as your number one? I, don't, I think he's a second. I think he's a number two. I think he's a great number two. Mm. And he's going to be someone that is fun to play with and that could get a good player there, but I don't see him as your player. Maybe in the eyes of the fans because he's going to be the one that's there. Yeah. I think he could develop into it. I think I, I, the thing that's really, really important for Lamelo is just having a few years on a team like these Charlotte Hornets where he can just kind of... He's in charge and he can play that really sporadic, unpredictable sort of game and make mistakes and be better for it but the hornets have done it right when you it it's actually makes the houston rockets thing more criminal when you look at how the hornets have done it compared to how the houston rockets have done it yeah. because yes Lamelo is a point guard but they've put veterans around him like a gordon haywood or even a guy like miles bridges who is young but mm. has been around a bit now you've got these guys even miles Plum- i do not like miles Plumley. i think he is he's been good he's been yeah. good but he's an arsehole i yeah. he will be forever tarnished in my mind from when he knocked over that chick by accident yeah and she filled the drinks all over him and he's just sitting there like what the fuck have you done yeah it's like you asshole mm. yeah he's been good for this season. but the team hornets are fun man hornets are so must fun. watch tv Alrighty, so i guess we've got an undisputed number one number one boys Let's just say the Warriors are great. They do what the Hornets do just way, 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 way more consistently. Yeah. They, Steph Curry, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like watching porn. <laughs> he's that, like, it, it is, he's, yeah, just pleasure. Oh, It's a pleasure to watch him. 19 seconds on the shot clock, 30 feet out, pump fake. Shoot it three, great shot. It's yeah. Pete. It's Pete Curry again, man. He he's the entire show, and you're seeing the Warriors now. They'll go on a road and they'll be more popular than the team they've And that Nets game yesterday, yeah, the first half was That's like really Nets entertaining. General, yeah, the first half was like really close and entertaining, and then Curry just took over. It's fun. They're so fun. Hmm. Curry just you, you get that notification off League Pass saying Curry just scored X amount yeah. of points. You stop what you're doing. You yeah. just go watch it. Yeah. And that's the problem with this MVP this like this year because Jokic has probably been a better player, but Curry's has been so entertaining and lights out that it just it's just fun. It's yeah. just honestly fun. Yeah. Did you hear the thing about how apparently he only counted nothing but net as a make? Yeah, <laughs> all se- off season. Yeah, I was I was listening to the JJ Reddit podcast and he was like 
Steph is a psycho for doing that. Like that is crazy, and that's coming from a shooter of the one of the best shooters. Yeah. yeah, that's nuts, dude. They're fun. What's the stats, Tom? Warriors are sitting at twelve and two. Top players: Curry, Clay Thompson when he comes back, and Draymond Green. Offensive rating third, defensive rating first. They're th- a strong team and they're a fun team. Mm. I think even scarier. I was do- I was looking at all the stats. They're first in scoring, first in net rating, first in assist percentage, first in a field goal percentage, effective field goal percentage, first in true shooting, first in points differential at thirteen point five, five points clear of second. Mm. And they still even ha- don't even have Clay Thompson, their best defender, and they haven't had Clay Thompson back, and they haven't got James Wiseman back. Yeah. My so, finals pick is looking so good. You just gotta hope that they can keep this health. They're so fun to watch. They're versing the yeah. Cavs right now. They're versing the Cavs right now. I don't know what the score is. I don't even think I want to look because, like, I it's one of those rare ones. I'd I'd actually be, the Cavs are winning at half. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait and see. Fifty four, fifty one. I'm getting ahead of myself, boys. We're going to get the dub. <laughs> Curry's uh, oh, Curry's fifteen points at half time. Darius Garland, 18 points. Okay. We'll see how that goes. But they're so fun to watch, man. Yeah. It's not... A, I don't think you can say much more. Yeah. Peak Warriors back. Looking for the rest of this season and well, how well they're doing, do you guys think they should stay put with how they're working? Or do you think they should flip the kids? It's a very good question. What do you think, Jacko? The, the team works so well around Steph at the moment. I just don't think you touch it. Plus, yeah, they've kind of got an answer for every situation at the moment, and they've got pieces coming back. Just, I would probably stay, stay seated. I don't know what else is out there, but even Clay coming back right now is almost like a, an addition. Yeah. What? Clay. Even Clay coming back right now. <laughs> yeah. Fucking is an addition. With Clay coming back right now, it's almost as if you've got a trade coming in. Yeah. A new player coming in through a trade because he hasn't been there for two years. Yeah. And they're, they're cruising right now. He's gonna be Kyle Korver minimum. Minimum. Yeah. Minimum Kyle Korver. I do think sometimes people are probably expecting a bit too much of Clay coming back, especially defensively. You know, it's tough coming back from injuries like that. Mm. But at worst, he's going to be just this unreal shooter that you can just pin in a corner. I will say, though, I do think they fucked up the Kaminga, tr- Kaminga draft. Franz, Franz Wagner, who's out at the Magic right now, he would be perfect for this team. Yeah, he would. Not saying that like Kaminga's bad. I, I think he's a pretty good young player, but yeah, you but, are right. Wagner's a win-now player. Yeah. Kaminga would have been good on the match. I think those got flipped. Mm-hmm. I think the Magic actually wanted Kaminga. Golden State just took him. But Franz Wagner would have been good on that team. But yeah, dude, they're, they're just light years ahead of anyone. Yeah. It's the same core. Yeah. The same core as that one that got 73-9, essentially. And they're like fun to watch now and fun to support because they're no longer like the villains. Mate, thank God the Cavs don't play them. Because as I said, Steph was my favorite player for years. Mm. For years, I loved Steph. Yeah. And then the Cavs and Warriors played, and you just had to start hating. It'd be impossible to start hating. It's yeah. like you. It's like instilled now for you, you can't root. Anytime they verse Kyrie Irving. Yeah, you can't support Kyrie. But now it's good that the, uh, the Knights. It's good now the, the Cavs. <laughs> it's good now the Cavs and the Warriors are versing each other because aren't versing each other because I get to cheer on my... Uh, Go for my Steph takes, which mm. I really enjoy. Alrighty, guys, it's Jack here. Thanks for listening to part two of the League Pass rankings. Uh, be sure to hit us up on our socials if you agree or disagree with any of our hot takes. And uh, hit us up on Spotify. Make sure you're following. Get for the website coming soon. And yeah, love you. Appreciate you. See you next week.